This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Last episode, we talked about how to stop spending your time and how to start investing it. This happens when you establish a model for your time. To build on that conversation, we wanted to share a keynote that Jay Papazan and I did at the Keller Williams Family Reunion Convention. This is a convention where close to 18,000 KW agents fly in from all over the globe to share best practices. Jay and I were on stage talking about time blocking, and we had the opportunity to dive deep into some of the foundational principles of time blocking, along with facilitate an experience where people began to create their model for their time using the One Thing Planner. Our hope is that you will be able to take this episode and create a model for your time as well. If you would like to use the One Thing Planner to do this and you do not have one yet, we wanted to let you know we have less than a thousand left for this calendar year. If you'd like to get one now, you can go to the onething.com slash Amazon and get it now. That's the onething.com with the number one in the URL, the onething.com slash Amazon. With that, let's get into the episode. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Why are we here? Time blocking, the one thing. And what is this all about? It's about time, folks. Every single day, we wake up with the ultimate equalizer. 24 hours. Yet how is it that when we all have the same amount of time, some of us achieve extraordinary, while others, ordinary. It comes down to whether you are spending your time or whether you're investing it. There's a difference. There's an expectation of a return. Our hope today is that you get really clear on how you can go on a journey from shedding the old way where we just spent our time by default and start purposefully investing it so that you can have a relationship with your goals and achieve extraordinary results. Now, you and I spent some time in your office and we were talking about this idea of having a relationship with your goals. What does that mean? So, I mean, I think we talked about this yesterday if you're a billionaires, right? How many of you were at How Billionaires Set Goals? Okay, cool. Thank you. We don't need another way to set goals, right? There's a million of them. I don't think anybody has any trouble announcing they're going to do X, Y, or Z. Every, every year, everybody in our industry sets goals. What we don't know how to do is actually have a relationship with them, right? How do you actually stay in touch with the things that you said were important on January 1? 
We're on day 48, people. How many of you can honestly say you've made an investment in your number one goal this year every day this year? 48 investments. You're being interviewed next. (laughs) But that's what it looks like, right? I didn't raise my hand, right? It's tough to do. But this simple process is the best way I've seen in years and years of research of staying in contact with the things that are important. You're making an appointment with yourself to do the things that really matter to you. And time blocking is that secret weapon. And it's so simple, people just want to ignore it. They want to devalue it. But I got to tell you, simplicity is how we get things done. If it's complicated, you can't do it day in and day out. You just can't. Our life is too complicated already. I mean, isn't real estate just a little bit complicated? You got your phone blowing up with text and emails and your clients. For them, this is their most important asset. It's urgent to them all the time. So you've got urgent, emotional, always these waves passing over you. How do you stay focused on how to, one, you know to serve them best and also do the things that matter to growing your business? That's time blocking. And the simplest definition I can give for it, it's making an appointment with yourself to do the work that's most important to you. It's just an appointment. We know what to do when that little thing goes off at 15 minutes to the hour, right? Oops, I've got an appointment in 15 minutes. But unlike the rest of the world, we want you to start making appointments with you yourself alone. This is not meeting other people, right? When I first interviewed with Gary Keller, this was in 2000. It was June of 2000. We're sitting there, we're hanging out, and he says, let me see your calendar. Because he was about, I didn't know it, he was interviewing me for a job. And I had like the checkbook style week at a glance, right? You could stick it in your back pocket. And because I'm a flaming introvert, like I do not need to be around anybody. All I had in there were dates with my wife and tasks that I was going to do. And that, was, that passed the test. Because what Gary wants to see on your calendar is appointments with you to do the things that matter. I had no idea until like 10 years later what he was actually looking at. But he flipped through like, I mean, I was like, this is very invasive. He's like flipping through my calendar. What does this mean? What does this mean? And I was like, oh yeah, I had to do that thing that week. But that's how he thinks. That's, he's only ever worked for three people and they were all millionaires. And they all time blocked without knowing it. They made appointments with themselves. This is what we're here to help teach you to do. And if you're already doing it, how to do it better. Well, it makes sense, right? Schedule time with yourself to do the things that matter most. Just because it's simple, does that mean it's easy? No. No. Yet, sometimes we need to have a a greater sense of purpose to to fuel our productivity. What does the research say on on why it's important? I was hoping you would cue me because I said I wanted to talk about this. There's great research that showed up after we wrote the book. And it was published in the American Journal of Psychology. And they were trying to get people to exercise more regularly. They just said, we want you to exercise for 20 minutes a day. And so they divided the people into three groups, just kind of like y'all. So there was a control group. They just said, go exercise for 20 minutes a day. There was a motivation group. And they said, here's a pamphlet that'll show you all the benefits of exercising 20 minutes a day, right? It'll lower your blood pressure. It'll lower your stress levels, right? You'll have more energy. And then they had their intention group. And the intention group was given the same motivational information, but they had to do one additional task. They had to write down an intention statement. On these days, at this time, 
at this place, I will exercise for 20 minutes. These two groups were 33 and 35% effective at doing it. This group was 95% effective. Do you hear that? The simple act of navigating your calendar, stopping and going, okay, I know I want to do this, but when and where am I going to do it? And making that commitment, that's a calendar invite, folks. Triples, triples your success rate. Simple, but incredibly effective, right? And so we latched onto that, and it just, it just spoke the truth to us because this is what we've been teaching. This is what we've been living. And finally, science is showing up to say, yeah, that stuff's right. It doesn't have to be more complicated. Yeah. And I'll give you a little secret. How many of you have staff? How many of you have assistants that report to you? So one of the great things that you can do for them when you have something new in your world, hey, we're going to launch a podcast. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to start seventh level open houses. Some eager beaver on your team is going to say, I want to lead that. The question that you can ask them is great. When will you do this? And what you'll see in their eyes is they'll go internal and sometimes they'll realize they're already full up. They're going to have to give something up in order to make this new commitment. But the reality is because people don't live this, every day they're saying yes to things when they're already at 100%. And they're not going back and saying no. So some of the disciplines, erase and replace, will go over. That is how you start moving your priorities around on your calendar so that you can make new commitments and actually fulfill them. Yeah. I remember seeing this quote in The One Thing, and it stopped me dead in my tracks. If doing the most important thing is the most important thing, why do anything else? It's the number one lie, folks, the lie that everything matters equally. And every day we wake up, there's all these things that we can do. But if we started viewing the stuff that's on our plate like dominoes and just started lining them up and understood that this is the first one and just go, dink, what happens? They all fall. The challenge is how many of us genuinely are clear on our lead domino every day? We're not. So let's walk you through how you get there. How many of you were not in How Billionaires Set Goals yesterday? Uh, Keep your hands up if you were like, oh, snap, that class happened? (laughs) Yeah, okay. We know one of the most common questions that come when people come to some of our events is, okay, there's goal setting in the now, there's a GPS, there's 411, there's time blocking, there's a 66-day challenge calendar. What the heck? (laughs) How do I do it all together? Let us walk you through this because all these tools interact to give you clarity on your priorities. We start by going way out and asking, where do we want to be someday from now? For you, that can be 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. You get to choose what that means. Now, let's stop real quick. Do you think that is an easy question to answer? No, it requires that you do what? Search. Search for the answer. Search past the wall of, I don't know. You keep searching. And based on that someday vision, you get to look back and say, great, where do I need to be five years from now to be on track for my someday? Do you think that's easy? It's not. You still have to search. But this is where you start to hit your stride. Where do I have to be this year to be on track for my five? And for those of you that have a team that are the business owner, you need to create clarity and alignment 
That is what a GPS is. It's a one-page business plan. It literally gets everybody on the same page. And every single one of us has an opportunity to better invest our time by having a relationship with our goals. And that's what the 411 is. The GPS shows who owns which piece, and the pieces that I own go to my 411. And I break that down from the year to the month to the week. Those things that show up on the week, that's the 20%. Those are the big rocks that generate 80% of your results. That's what you time block on your planner, which then flows to your digital calendar. All the 80% stuff goes on a to-do list, or in some of our cases who are using 411s, it just goes on the back of your 411. That way you carry it with you, but it's on the back. You've got it. And if you want to be consistent using a tool like a 411, stop relying on your discipline, stop relying on your willpower, form a habit of interacting with it. I shared yesterday, we're in our Living Your One Thing community, we've got cohorts that are on different 66-day challenges. And I'm in a text group with a bunch of people who are checking their 411 before they check their email. They're checking their priorities before they check everyone else's. That's the lead domino. If they just look at it, they win for the day. And it's changing their lives. When you step back and you look at your priorities and remember and remind yourself, this is what I said yes to. And if you followed the logic as Jeff moved from the left side of the stage or your right to the left, right, from someday to five years, what you actually said that you needed to do this week isn't just about this week, is it? It's actually connected to who you want to be someday. It's that wonderful thing of goal setting to the now, but how do we work backwards from this vision of who we want to be and act appropriately this week? So those are big commitments. They're important commitments. You deserve to look at them and remind yourself before you get lost in all that emotion and urgency in your email. Because if it's not coming from your clients, it's coming from your agents, right? I mean, this is an industry full of all kinds of emotion and urgency, and that can really distract us from the things that are most important. And I want to make one little note. When Jeff said it's really hard to envision your future, I will say, yes, that is true, but it's also a muscle. And the more you practice getting clear about where you want to be and who you want to be in the future, the better you'll get at it. And the difference between all of us, honestly, the number one difference between all of us and Gary Keller is how clear he is about where he's going and why that's important to him. Say that again. The difference between us and people like Gary Keller is his ability to look out in the future and get excruciatingly clear about where he's going and why that's important. That's a muscle he's used more than all of us combined. I remember being there, right, when he was buying his ranch, right? He was first starting to take money out of the business, and he showed me on a sheet of notebook paper, I want to buy this ranch, but if everything goes away, I want to make sure that it's always protected. And so he had worked out a mythical budget for what it would cost him every single year to maintain that property. And instead of just buying the property, he was buying municipal bonds and things that would pay him after-tax income, enough to pay for that ranch for the rest of his life. So it wasn't just the price of that thing. He was going to make sure that it would be protected forever because he was very clear, right, of all the things that could happen. And he was going down like, I think we'll have a winery. I think we'll have some dogs. I think maybe we'll have a shooting range. 
And he just went ahead and dreamed really, really big, but he got very clear about that. That's a muscle we could all get better at. The reason we're launching the consumer app is that he thinks that way. He looked up and his vision for the future was being blurred. There were all these companies coming in that were threatening that vision, and he knew that he had to change his five-year goal. And four and a half years ago, they created this vision that you're experiencing today. So this is what people do. You practice that muscle, and your crystal ball gets clearer and clearer. You get more and more confident in your vision of who you can become. And when you're confident of it, I promise you'll be more intentional about acting on it. So you cast that vision. And you work it all the way back through these systems. And do you think you have to walk out of this room and do all of this, by the way? No. This is what it looks like over time when it fully interacts together. But you could start just by going on a 66-day challenge. You could start just by doing a 411. But the way you have a relationship with that goal on a weekly and daily basis is this model. When people ask, how do I live the one thing? This is what we look at. Have you identified what your one thing is that day? Is it time blocked? When you show up for that appointment with yourself, are you clear on strategies to protect that time? We've all been there, folks. We've all time blocked, and every single one of us knows what it feels like to have something pop up that takes our focus away. The opportunity is to realize that we're actually accountable. You can anticipate what those things are, and I guarantee you can proactively come up with a solution that would completely mitigate that distraction. We're just not asking the questions and searching for the answers yet. But after this session, you will. Can I highlight one other thing? Under identify your one thing, it says think activity. And we hit this pretty hard in our Billionaire Set Goals, which, by the way, will be on the podcast, correct? Yes. So if you missed it, it'll be on the podcast. It has to be an activity. If you want to become a net worth millionaire someday and you've worked backwards, this week there is an activity that you will be doing to try to make that happen. You know, my wife and I did that through residential real estate. So maybe this week I have to identify five potential investment properties, do perform us to see if any of them actually meet my criteria, right? That core habit. That's what you're time blocking this week. It's an activity. You can't time block this week, work on being a net worth millionaire. Then you're going to show up and go, now what do I do? So this thought process allows you to be clear. Like, this is the activity I'm going to do. And then you just have to identify when you're going to do it and protect it. That's right. That's right. So from a high level, when we talk about time blocking, there's three things that we suggest you start with. The first is blocking time off. And the reason we do that is because if you don't take it, you burn out. And you, if you burn out, You will not be as efficient and as effective as you can in your business, which will limit your income, which will limit how you can make the impact in this world. We just tied vacation to impact. Then you place those boulders in the stream. We've we've heard Gary say, I block those things first, and then I just decide I'm just going to work in between vacation. Really simple mindset. Yet, how many of you have ever had a time where you wanted to take a trip, you went to your calendar, saw stuff that was scheduled, and realized you couldn't clear the decks, right? Or how many of you saw that you couldn't clear the decks, and so you went with your family to Disney World, and you just happened to have your laptop with you everywhere you went? That's what I see a lot of. You're on vacation. 
and you spend the first three hours of every morning triaging your email because the rest of the world wasn't ready for you to be gone. Yeah. You didn't put the boulder in the stream far enough to prepare people to have someone covering your buyers, to have someone working on your leads, right? If you put the boulder in the stream, you get to say, now we get to plan for it, and all of the other activities will flow around it. Yeah. It's not perfect, but I've seen it work. My wife and I, we took our family to France a couple of years ago. For two straight weeks, we spent just 30 minutes in the morning while we were drinking our coffee, making sure that nothing like truly urgent had happened. And I remember she didn't work the entire two weeks. Her business took 12 listings while she was gone without their lead listing agent even being there. And on the airplane back, I asked her, I said, so you got to experience two weeks of being a business owner versus a business worker. Do you want to go back? And she said, yeah, the business still needs me and I'm really engaged in it. But boy, I needed that time off. But if you don't plan for it, folks, if you don't go ahead and say, I don't even know where I'm going, I'm going to block this time, it's really, really hard to truly go out and rest up, restore that energy, and that energy is how you make big things happen. So this is something every year we host a couple's goal-setting retreat. We have people whip out their one-thing planners. We have them block their vacations for the year. Whether you know where you're going or not, it doesn't matter. I guarantee you can find times that you go, I might want to take vacation around this, and you can just place the boulder in the stream and figure out where you're going later and always reserve the right to take it back. And guess what, folks? It's still early enough. One thing that you may choose to make your lead domino from this session is just to block your vacations for the rest of the year. If you just did that one thing, it will make a meaningful impact to you. The second thing you time block is your one thing. Some of us have a clear one thing every day. Others of us have more than one thing. It's about do you have time blocked for you to do whatever is the highest priority that day. And then finally, it's planning time. How many of you have planned ever? Hands up. Keep them up. If we followed you around with a camera, would we see you every single week having a sliver of time reserved for you to reflect on what happened this week and based on that, cast a vision for the upcoming week and time block those priorities? Did you follow all those steps or did you just drop your hand because you got lost? <laughs> the point is, are you engaging every week to say, am I on track and are my time blocks appropriate for my goals? It's a habit and you get good at it. And that's that, what he's asking, encouraging you to do. That planning time is your date with your goals. We had a chance to interview Keith Cunningham and the, the it was episode 197 and 198 of the One Thing podcast. And the episode is titled The Habit That Cost $100 Million to Learn and Why It Was Worth It. Because he actually lost $100 million. And he said out of that, he learned one habit that made that tuition a huge ROI. Because he made it all back. He calls it thinking time. We call it planning time. Time to just get clarity and to make sure that you know where you're going. Because he says there's nothing worse than running enthusiastically in the wrong direction. And the, and the millionaire real estate agent, if you made it to net a million, there is a little section. And it's, we, you know, it's e-myth is the first place I read it. It's the difference between working in your business and on it. It's just a tiny little break where you get to step out and you're no longer an employee in the business. You're just thinking like the business owner. And if you are an employee, right? 
You can step out of my role as administrative assistant or buyer's agent on so-and-so's team and say, I am the owner of my own career. How is that working out? If you don't step back and get just a little distance from what you have to do, you don't always see what you should be doing. And that little bit, it's like 30 minutes a week, maybe an hour if you're willing to do it. It's magical. Every Sunday, pretty much, you're going to find me and Wendy on our laptops at some point around 10 or 11 in the morning when we've done all of our morning stuff. And we're just have our calendars out and we're both doing our 411s. And we're talking to each other because her 411 impacts my 411. She's running the real estate business. I have a job at KW. But we're trying to coordinate those things and make sure that our time blocks aren't, you know, she's like, my wife's the social one. I've pointed him like, you know, hey, do you know that we're having 20 people at our house the night before mega camp? No, I'm renting a hotel room. Is that okay with you? <laughs> it turned out to be 200, by the way. But she actually was the one who rented the hotel room. But if we aren't connecting and doing this planning time, not only are we shortchanging ourselves, we're shortchanging the people that matter most, right? Because I swear to you, entrepreneurs, the people who are not entrepreneurs that you love and that love you, you're ragdolling them around because you're crazy going for the dream. You're not always stopping to look and ask the question, how does all of this impact me and how does all this impact those people? That thinking time is precious. So the, the purpose of today, we wanted to switch it up and not just make this information we deliver. We wanted to give you the chance to do the work. <laughs> so we need, before we get into the exercise, we need you to have an understanding of why this matters. We live and die by our digital calendars, yet we never ask the question, was this actually designed to help us? When we were doing the research for the One Thing Planner, uh, we asked one of our researchers, Madeline, to research the history of time. And she came back with a really compelling story, which was, if we go way back to early man, we knew so little about ourselves. we were so curious. And our concept at the time was very simple. There was day and there was night, and that was it. Yet we knew so little. We wanted to know so much more, so we went smaller. And we began to notice that at certain times of year, certain animals would be available for hunting. We could grow certain crops, and we developed the idea of seasons. Then we began to notice that every 30 days or so, the moon would wax and wane, and we came up with the idea of months. Then when you fast forward from ancient Babylonians, Greeks, Romans, Egyptians, they started to measure things via a sexagesimal system, which is different than what it sounds. <laughs> Means units of 60. He memorized that word just for that joke, I guarantee you. <laughs> I love that. That's why there's 60 seconds in a minute and 60 minutes in an hour. Yep. And as you fast forward to where we are today, we get to ask an interesting question. What does, how do the models that ancient man used serve us today? The answer is they don't. Yet that is what the digital calendar is. It is a place to track meetings with other people. It captures everything. And if you actually were, if we challenged you to open your digital calendar and hunt for your priority, you would have to do just that. You would have to hunt and navigate all the distractions. So the question was asked, how do we create something that helps you better invest your time by having a relationship with your goals so you can achieve extraordinary results? That is what this planner is. Walk through how 
GK introduced you to the idea of the planner? Well, he talked about, I mean, I remember here's this guy, you know, self-made billionaire, so successful. And every time you want to set an appointment with him, he just pulls out this big month at a glance. And in my mind, you know, I've got my first smartphone. This is like, you know, 2000 and stuff. It wasn't that unusual. People still had day timers, but we were all migrating to the office calendar. But he kept holding on to this. And I'm like, man, that just feels kind of dated. And I finally kind of called him on it. It's like, hey, all of these meetings and you're working on a paper calendar or on a digital calendar, why is it worth all the duplicate effort? And he goes, if you want to do big things, you need a big view of time. You need a big view of time if you're going to do big things. And to see his whole month at a glance, he could see all of his leadership meetings. He could see how they fell during the month. He could see our writing days, his one thing at that time, how many he was going to get because he was going on vacation. And because when you look up and you say, wow, I'm going on vacation for a week this month, I've got you know, a quarter less time to invest in my one thing, you actually press a lot harder earlier in the month to make sure you're getting the value out of that time. But it's all about having everything that's important to you. And it's not everything. It's just the big rocks, right? But it's in context. Now, if you opened up your phone and you looked at your calendar, can you even see a full day? No, you can't. And like, I struggled. I was doing it just to kind of be in concert with him. I was just following that model, but I didn't have any real sense of its relevance until we launched the one thing. And I remember I got invited to go to Book Expo, which for a book nerd, like it was a dream come true. I, you, know, you can walk down the aisles and they just hand you free books. And at the end of every aisle, they have like a FedEx station. So you don't even have to carry it down the next aisle. They'll ship them home for you. <laughs> right? I got invited to go to talk about our new book, The One Thing, with all the publishers. And I started to say yes when I looked at my digital calendar, but I just said, you know what? I'm just going to glance. I opened up my other calendar, and we had agreed to celebrate my son's birthday two weeks early so that he could have it while he was still in school and celebrate with his friends. And it was going to be the Saturday that I was about to say yes to. But without context, I would not have seen it. My calendar, I'm looking at the Friday, I would be on the floor, not the next day. But seeing that context helped me prevent myself from making a bad decision. And that's just my example. But I remember after that, it's like, okay, I have to do this all the time now. If these things matter to me, I'm always going to check against this calendar. And until I move it and replace that time, I can't say yes. And I didn't regret that decision because I made the right call. But a big view of time helps you keep your priorities front and center front and center. And I promise you, it takes a little bit of time, but this analog experience of having a physical planner, you're not getting distracted by 10 tweets or 10 texts or whatever it is while you're trying to actually look at your time. It's actually kind of cool to kind of step out of that world for just a moment, right? And then move into back into the digital world. What most of us don't realize is that our digital calendar makes it so easy to fall trapped to the number one lie of productivity. The lie that everything matters equally. You know how we know this? Raise your hand if when you plan your week, you open your digital calendar, you see the stuff that's already there, and then you schedule the rest in the time that remains. Folks, that's treating everything like it matters equally. When you start with a planner, it's blank. No one's putting an invite on there. It forces you to ask, what the heck goes on here? 
Time off, one thing, planning time. And you ask the question, great, when would I want to do these things? If I need to lead gen, how many days a week do I need to lead gen? What days are those going to be? Let me put the boulders in the stream. Because then once you've got your model and you open the digital calendar, you will realize that it is not set up for success. And then you start getting to ask, what, what am I going to say yes to? How many of you have been thinking about this year maybe hiring your first assistant? Is anybody out there? Can I just tell you how powerful that is for what he just described? My wife finally got a new personal assistant that's in her calendar. And I told her, I said, one of the things you're going to love is when you look at your priorities and realize they're not aligned, one of the reasons we schedule around the stuff that's already there is because we don't want to be bothered with rescheduling everything. Now she gets to go, hey, Rachel, we're changing my week. I need to capture back 8 to 10 every morning for X. Can you move all of those appointments? And it's done. From her perspective, it's done. I've got Carly to do that for me, wherever Carly is. I can now reprioritize, and it's not about just avoiding the work of rescheduling all that stuff, because now someone else will do it for me. So if you don't have that in your world, even a virtual assistant can do that for you. I need you to reprogram my week. And I promise you, most people, do they get mad when you cancel on them? No, they're grateful. They're like, wow. Because... <laughs> They're, it's not about not wanting to see us, but their calendar looks like a quilt too. They've got appointments, overlapping appointments, and they're trying to figure out, well, if I go to this lunch, I can have a tea and I can have a salad, and then I can just hop up, say, I'm sorry, I have to leave early, still make my closing, right? But if you have someone there with you, now it's the decision you get to make and they get to execute on. That's really one of the great reasons just for this class alone that you want to earn the right to have leverage in your life. So let's give you some examples. So Ruben, are you in the audience by chance? Cool, he's right there. So this is his planner. And the, the thing that I want to point out is he's got a few days for vacation, but he's got a lot of stuff going on in his world. Yet the only thing that is really on here is lead gen. Every day he identified how many hours he was going to contact his sphere and how many hours a day he was going to do follow-up. And then he created a little system. If he got it done he earned the right to cross it off. And if he missed it, he had to circle it. And what's interesting, and he shared this last night, was over the course of a month, to be able to look back, he realized, holy smokes, look how often at first I skipped the thing that mattered most. And when you are clear on your one thing, it's really tough to hide. His activities began to change. I'll share with you mine. Can I just say, that's yeah. a lot easier. I go back in and I erase them. That just is so much easier. So thank you. I just picked up a nice new tip. Thank you. I'll show you mine. My system started to break at the end of last year. Our business is growing. Our world is expanding. And I've been hitting a ceiling of achievement. And I needed to stop being entrepreneurial with my time and just randomly scheduling things and saying, great, how do I create a model so that it just makes it so much easier? The first thing is, great, when am I taking time off? And I place the boulders in the stream before anything else. Then I've, I've developed the muscle of having a relationship with more than one goal. I now identify as a family man with a business, not a businessman with a family. So the first thing I time block is my one thing in my personal life, which is dates with my wife and my kids. 
I know that if I want to strengthen my marriage, we need to go on 36 dates this year. I know that if I want to have a strong relationship with my kids as they grow up, they're six and four, we need to go on 48 dates over the course of the year. And I can boil it down and say, great, when am I doing those things? That's what you see right there. And then my one thing in the business is lead gen. I don't do it every day, but what days will I do it? And I place the boulders in the stream. And then I got to have time every week to plan. Where is it? Right there. Once I had this, I then opened my digital calendar and had friction because I saw, oh, snap, on Mondays, I'm supposed to have 411s and lead gen, and I saw other stuff that was there. But all of a sudden, it was really clear. The stuff that was there is a distraction. It has to interview to keep its spot. Did you hear that? It has to interview to keep its spot. I said no to those things. I asked if we could reschedule, and I placed that time for lead gen. That's what it means to have a relationship with your goals. What's on my digital calendar has to interview to keep its spot. Just because it's there doesn't mean I honor it. If my priorities have shifted, I want to be appropriate in the moment. I want to be the type of person who acts in order of priority. So just to reiterate, if you're only looking at your 20% on this calendar, all of the noise is already removed. You really see the stuff he's talked about. These are his big rocks in the areas that matter most to him. They're all highly visible. Then you compare this experience to your digital calendar, and either you or your assistant has to get the other stuff out of the way. And I promise you, canceling things is not going to kill you. And you will probably get thank yous. All you're doing is rescheduling most of the time. Sometimes you're just not going. No one gets a raise or a promotion for being a perfect attendance in all their meetings. Some of them you're going to say, hey, why don't you attend that for me? Let me know how that goes, and I'll do the favor for you next time. There's lots of ways you can be creative around getting that time back. Then the final thing, and this came from Linda McKissick when we were laughing this, she said, I wish there was space every day to identify what your one thing was, which is why every day there is a line. And what's interesting is over the course of the month, I can see how many days I was not clear on my one thing because nothing's written there. We've had a chance to reflect ourselves. We've had a chance to share ahas in a small community. What is something that you heard, whether it came out of your mouth or it came out of someone else's, that's worth sharing with this community as a whole? Raise your hand and we'll run a mic to you. Hi, I'm Heather Estevez, a rainmaker from Vacaville, California. And the aha for me really is that I don't have a good relationship with time. I don't invest it. I spend it all. Like no savings, no investment, just done, spent. And also... Getting clarity around, I can't just say from nine to noon at Monday through Friday, I'm lead genning. I need to say on Monday from nine to 12, I'm doing follow up for this. On Tuesday from nine to 12, I'm door knocking this area, these homes with this item of value. So getting really clear and microscopic and granular on what I'm doing every day as an activity for lead genning. Wonderful. Thank you. Great aha. Hi, good morning. My name is Adrian Cardona with Queens, New York. Jackson Heights. And um, my one takeaway here was definitely thinking about separating that one thing, which is my lead gen and my family and my wife. So if I don't do that, then I'm truly disrespecting myself. I'm truly not setting a high expectation of my self-esteem. My future Adrian, today's Adrian, will might fall into the cracks. But tomorrow, I'm going to remember that I did that or 
you know, so, so putting it into perspective like that. And then truly that is my gift because I really feel like this life that I have right here is least. I'm not here for a long period of time. So that one thing being my work and my family life is truly God's gift to me. So if I don't respect that, then I'm truly not respecting my gifts that are given to me. Therefore, I can't even be effective to the rest of the world. Hi, uh, uh, Brian Gutierrez from uh, Detroit. And um, my aha this morning was um, I just thinking about the calendar and stuff. And, you know, if, if I schedule a client appointment on Wednesday at 1 o'clock, and I, I find myself saying, like, anything else, anything else in the world can happen, but I got to make that appointment, right? Because it's a client meeting. I got to be there. I need to start thinking about that with my time, that it's equally as important as that client time and get, you know, change that mindset on that. Thank you. I'm Kristen Smith with Keller Williams, Midwell Lamont in Oregon. And kind of on what you just said, by scheduling my priority, my one thing, that's just the first step. The real work is respecting that goal and not allowing the distractions to take me out of my plan. How you doing? I'm Omar Harper from upstate New York, uh, Dutchess County near Poughkeepsie. Um, I would think the one thing that I did catch from um, that you said up on the stage before was, is that I have two godsons that I'm very close with. And I've noticed that most of my time work-wise gets spent doing other things and kind of as, as they've gotten older, you know, they're 17 and 19 now. So a lot of my time is spent out showing everything and it's kind of occasionally once every other month or so we get together. So being able to take and focus that personal time to create and actually schedule. And and I know the easiest way to get them in my house is cook. So they'll come if I do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just doing it. <laughs> thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. My name is Mark. I'm Spring from Missouri. And I want to thank you guys because about two and a half years ago, I saw you guys at Mega Camp or Fem Reunion, and it changed my life because I struggle with what I need to do on a daily basis. So the one thing that I came away from two and a half years ago was to time block. So that was my one thing. And now since then, I kind of struggle with what my one thing is. Is it lead generating? Is that my one thing? Or is it time blocking to allow my one thing to happen? Does that make sense? Kind of meta. I like it. Yeah. What's the answer? Which one makes the other? <laughs> the time blocking allows the, the one thing to happen. They're connected. Okay. It's hard for it to happen without it. So we're trying to hit. This is the number one skill you need to live the one thing. They are very connected. But if we start playing the chicken and the egg thing, we'll all go crazy. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Buddy, I'm Roseanne Haynes from Tucson, Arizona. I'm in David Jones' OP there. Um, I realize that I substitute. So I'll have things on my calendar and I'll think that they're important or I will see them as important. And then something else will come along and I'll say, well, okay, maybe I need to do this instead. Or I'll feel like the priority shifts and I need to make sure that the, that the original understanding stays the same. Thank you. Love it. Last one. One of the, when we used to teach social, by the way, the class social or legion, I used to tell people, put a little sticker I had on my desk. Am I networking or not working? Because a lot of people want to say on Facebook that I'm doing lead gen. And that can be lead gen, but make sure that you're doing it. So I love the substitution. Sometimes we allow other things to slip in and we're actually justifying it versus really sticking to our one thing. My name is Jacob from Knoxville, Tennessee. Go Vols. My one 
thing that I got out of this was I'm hit. I'm a director of operations, so I'm hit with urgent and important slash not important all day long. And so I want to time block my not necessarily urgent, but very important in the long run, one Love time that. every day. Love That's that. Good. Love that. Give yourselves a round of applause. What you also see on the back are reflecting plan questions. After each month in the planner, we have these questions to really help you identify what were the things we're celebrating, what are the things that you can do to improve, what are the priorities for this month, what are some of those distractions, how do we handle them? And then on a quarterly basis, the reflect and plan questions change. It's much more of a gap analysis to really make you focus on how am I doing in relation to my goal and what do I need to change over the next 90 days? Another lead domino that you may choose to focus on walking out of here on the way home is to just answer these questions. Every single one of you has them. I promise you, you will have incredible ahas from doing it. I'll share one quickly. I noticed after one month, I had lots of lead gen time blocked that I did not honor. And when I did these questions, I realized it. And then I asked, why? Why did I not honor my lead gen? Has anybody ever struggled with not honoring their lead gen? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Said simply, there was something that was more attractive than the moment than what mattered most. In that moment, there was something that was more attractive than what mattered most most. Now, on my 411, I have a tab for tracking lead generation, and I can tell you exactly how many calls I've made, how many people picked up the phone, how many appointments were set, how many appointments I went on, how many referrals I got, and the outcome, how much revenue came in. And I was able to divide how much revenue came in divided by how many hours it took to generate it, and I had an interesting aha. When I lead gen, my time is worth $2,500 an hour. And that's not made up, that's fact. I then looked at my digital calendar and asked, what is on here that's worth $2,500 an hour? (laughs) Nothing. Miraculously, I've been better at lead gen since. (laughs) And I promise you guys, if you're one thing, whatever it is for your career and for sales, it is lead gen, that is your most dollar productive activity you can possibly do. Always is, so that's a wonderful activity activity that can keep you from playing the substitution game, right? Where you're justifying doing something else that's not nearly as dollar productive. When you reflect, you gain perspective, which powers your plan. You got to do it. So we've identified our one thing. We've time blocked our one thing. Now we must protect it. What does it mean to build a bunker? Build a bunker, bunker is just the idea all of us already have some sense of where we're most productive, right? Some people, it's on an airplane, right? For some people, it's in their office with headphones on. Ask yourself the question, in order for me to do my one thing and have the best opportunity to stay focused on it, where can I go? This is about a place. Where can I go in order to do that? And I've talked to people who will bring like a rolling suitcase in and they won't go to their office because in their office they'll get distracted by all the things that are happening. They'll sit in a hallway, they'll sit in an empty conference room and they'll do their one thing. I have people who get in their cars to do it. They put a DVD on for their kids and go in the next room to do it. Whatever strategy you need, how can I go to a place 
that will help me protect my time, right? It's just a simple thing that you can do that makes you much, much more effective. And it becomes a ritual, right? You cross the threshold into your lead gen space, and you know it's lead gen time. And you can start making that space appropriate for that activity. So that's all about where do you do it? You show up to your bunker. We then have to sweep for mines because there are all these things in our bunker that are likely to blow up and steal our focus. What might some of those be? Facebook, email, text messages, clutter. I guarantee if you challenge yourself to sit down for two minutes and just journal the things that are in your environment that are not serving your focus, you will find them. We just got to sweep them out of the way. One of the cool things you can do, because the number one thing for a lot of you is the phone. You can sweep down on an iPhone. There's a little half moon. You know what that does? It silences all of those notifications, right? So if you've got that little gene that says, oh, butterfly, squirrel, <laughs> figure out how to do this on your phone, especially if this is your lead gen tool. Just like you're going into a Broadway play, right? You don't want your phone going off. You don't want to be looking at it because you don't want to be kicked out. Treat your one thing time the same way and sweep for mines. Get them out of there. So you've identified your bunker. You've swept the mines out. The next thing is you have to store provisions. You will find that you leave your bunker because you didn't plan ahead to have what you needed. He figured out he needs snacks. I figured out I'm just a thirsty individual. <laughs> and when you drink a lot of water, something else has to get done. <laughs> so before I go into a time block, I know I got to fill up my, my, my water bottle and I got to go do my one thing. <laughs> so we build the bunker, we sweep for mines, we store the provisions, and finally, we got to enlist support. It's really important for you to empower the people in your world that could break through your wall, right? We all have those people in our worlds, right? Maybe it's an assistant. Maybe it's a teammate. Maybe it's a spouse or a kid. Maybe they're sitting next to you. Maybe they're sitting next to you. How do you enlist their support? And one of the key things that I've discovered, like mistakenly through the way, I wanted to tell people, I want you to help me protect this time block because of what's important to me about it. It's really key if you can communicate how you're keeping that time block serves them, they're a lot more likely to help you protect it. I talked to one mom who was saying, look, it's just for like an hour a day. She was working from her house. Like, if you guys can help mom do this, you realize we get to go on vacation. We're going to Disney. So this is now Disney time. So y'all help mom stay focused, right? She's enlisting their support. She's making sure that they know that this is not just a win for you. It's a win for them. It doesn't mean that you have to take all of your team to Disney, right? But find the right? When I take more listings, you get more buyers. What's the connection that happens that makes it a win for everyone? That's a great way to get everybody on your side. Identify your one thing. Time block your one thing. Protect it. Protect it by having a bunker that's designed to support your goals, where you've swept the mines out, you've stored the provisions, and you've enlisted the support. You start doing that and get into a rhythm of doing that, we will be having a very different conversation at the next family reunion. 
Well, there you have it. The keynote that Jay Papazan and I gave at the Keller Williams family reunion on time blocking and establishing a new model for your time. Sincerely, folks, these last two episodes, this one and the one prior to this, when you really realize that the way that so many of us manage our time, the way we plan our weeks, we open a digital calendar, we see all the stuff that's already scheduled, and we just try to fill everything else in the time that remains, leads to an ordinary life. A life where we're reacting most of the days. A life where so much of our time is spent in email, spent in meetings, spent reacting to people when they ask if you got a minute. And we wonder why we don't feel like we're in control. We wonder why we're busy and maybe don't get the things done that matter most. Folks, we want better for you. And it all starts when you realize you can be in control. We are in the business of time, helping you better invest it by having a relationship with your goals so you can achieve extraordinary results. And it becomes possible when you identify your one thing, you time block your one thing, and you protect your time block. We sincerely hope that you will take time to get something like a one thing planner, to have a bigger view of time where you can create a model for your time. The time that you will take off so you can refuel and recharge. Time every day for your one thing and time every week for you to plan. So you have time to reflect on everything that happened and put that plan in place so that you move forward with confidence and clarity. If you would like to get um, some of the things that we shared in that keynote, specifically, we would like to send you a copy of the 411 template that has that lead generation tracker. It's really cool. We want to send you that. As well as if you would like to get a copy, um, we know so many of you have a significant other. If you'd like to get a copy of the questions that come from our couples goal setting retreat, this thing has literally changed marriages. We want to send that to you. Uh, We will send all of this to you in one email. If you text the word MOMENTUM to the number 773-770-4377. Again, to get all the resources we shared with the people in the room, text the word MOMENTUM to 773-770-4377. And we will send that on over to you. We really appreciate you listening to the One Thing Podcast. If this has brought value to you, who's one person that you can share this with that you really think would help them? Would you text it to them? Would you go grab their phone and download it for them? And while you're at it, if you are new to the One Thing Podcast, please click that subscribe button so all future episodes are automatically downloaded to your device of choice. And while you're at it, please consider leaving us a rating and review. It really helps us reach more people and fulfill our mission of helping people better invest their time. Thanks so much for listening to the One Thing Podcast. And we look forward to being with you in the next episode.